You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 137. Today, I'm answering another listener question of the week on how to deal with the people in your life that just don't get it. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now with over 800,000 downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. Mm, Hello, everybody. James Wedmore here. Welcome to the last episode recorded in 2017 and the first episode airing in 2018 here on the Mind Your Business podcast. Happy New Year! Woo! All right. 2018, a whole new year, 12 months of new possibilities, 12 months of new topics, new guests, new episodes. Thank you so much for an amazing year. Appreciate all of you. So much, so much. Thank you. I wanted to do a short and sweet episode this week. I did not, as you can tell, air one on January 1st, you know, partly because, you know, I see it as a holiday, a day we shouldn't be working or even listening. You know, you just be with family and friends and relax. So hopefully you did that. But I still wanted to give you an episode this week. So I did a little short and sweet bonus one we're going to get into right now. This is a listener question. And this week's listener question comes from Sandy Hancock. Here's what Sandy had to say. She said, Hi, James. I want to tell you how much you have impacted my life through your podcast. Thank you for touching subjects that many just don't. I haven't missed any of them. And I anxiously wait for each episode. Thank you, Sandy. I really appreciate that. I have a question that's been on my mind for quite some time. I'm wondering how you handle life topics with your dad these days. I find that my frame of mind is so different from my family since I'm always looking for the positive possibilities and self-awareness to improve my life. When I'm around family and they continue to look at the negative and everything, it's difficult to bite my tongue. It would be great if you did a podcast on the best ways to handle family. I want to educate them to improve and better themselves without making them feel like I'm attacking them. Thank you, James, for being a continued support in my life, Sandy. First of all, thank you, Sandy. Thank you for the wonderful question. For anybody else who'd like to submit a question and have it answered here, turned into an episode, simply head on over to mindyourbusinesspodcast.com and over on the contact form, you can just submit your question and I'd love to feature your question and give my perspective, my thoughts, and my answers. So Sandy asked a really good question and she mentioned my dad. So I've talked about this in the past. I think it was episode 114 with Jim Fortin where I really brought up, you know, for years I saw the polar opposites of my dad and myself. The hardworking, you know, always kind of sees the cup half empty and not always, but you know, I just did not want to embrace this. So I think that's where Sandy is getting that from. And so the question is, what are the best ways to handle your family? Like when they don't get it, you know, so you're like getting in all this stuff of like, wow, our inner state really, you know, makes a difference. 
right? It like how I feel can actually affect the world around me and our perspective. And by choosing to look for new positive possibilities, we can actually create a better life for ourselves. And when you discover this, two things happen. You know, first, you probably want to shout it from the rooftops and tell everyone you know. That's what I did. And then you start to notice those in your life that are not doing it. So that's where Sandy's question is probably coming from. Is like, how do I handle family? Here's the answer I'm going to give you, and it's going to be a tough pill to swallow. You don't. That's what I learned the hard way, the long way, is that you don't. How do you handle family? You don't. It's really tough. And this took me a while to learn. But it is not your job to fix, repair, or change anyone else. And the more you do so, the harder it's going to be. Okay? Because that's what happens is when you're trying to like teach them or you know put this stuff onto them, like impose your will of positive thinking on them, they're not going to receive it. 99% of the time, they're not, it's not going to be received very well. It's going to be received as this person thinks something's wrong with me and they're just trying to fix me. And that's usually what we're doing. We're looking at them as like, let me fix you because you're broken. And that never, ever works. So the best advice I can give here for Sandy and anybody else, don't learn this the hard way. You can learn it today, right now, is there is nothing to handle. The quicker you look at the people in your life that you love as already complete and perfect, the quicker we can get on. Here's a couple things. I'm going to go, this is where we go deep, deep with this kind of stuff, okay? This is what I've experienced in my life. First of all, you might want to try this on. What happens is that when someone like this podcast or other things that you're consuming are talking to you about a whole nother way of living where we live from the, what is called the inside out, where we take control and ownership and responsibility for our internal state, our emotions, our thoughts, where we put our attention. We lead our lives from that place that therefore reflects in the external world We're like really excited about it, but most of us don't, especially if we've been living our lives the other way, which is the outside in, where everything that happens outside just affects you and you're reactive and everything triggers you and you got all these, you know, buttons that people are pushing to make you upset and angry. For most of us, we don't just like take it all on immediately, right? Like when you hear about things like law of attraction or energy or just taking responsibility for your life, that you are responsible for everything, whether you want to be or not. Most people don't take that on fully. I didn't. There's a lot of skepticism. There's a lot of like, yeah, prove it to me. And it's really hard to like prove it to me. It's all from a place of faith and trust. You know, what that would mean is that there is a part of you inside that still doubts some of this stuff. There's the skeptic within you. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's no, skepticism is healthy. You're allowed to, you know, call BS or be skeptical of anything and everything I say. You have that right. But what happens is, and this is, you know, this is a deep concept here, is that if there is any skepticism in you, it will show up in those around you. The people around you that you bump into in life and in the world are a mirror and they're reflecting back to you 
what is going on within you. So if there is someone in your family that's going, oh, this is hogwash. Come on, this is bogus BS stuff. Chances are there's a part of you, even if it's only 1%, that feels that way and that you've activated that part in them because of a part of you that still feels that way. Now, these are deep concepts. This is really like hard for people to grasp that people show up in our lives as a, or are just in our lives, and they will reflect back the parts of us that we maybe can't see ourselves unless we get really honest and say, maybe. So like I've talked about this in the past where a lot of times the negative feedback you get as a personal brand out there on the internet, you know, like negative feedback of someone says like, who are you to be doing this? Isn't just someone really truly questioning it. It's a reflection of the fear that we have of people of who am I to be doing this? And then boom, there it is reflected. Okay. It's really challenging concept for most people to get. It's a big pill to swallow in my opinion. But it's something I'd like to offer. That's the first piece. The second piece is really what I was saying before is that it's not your job to handle people. It's your job to handle you. You're not here to fix anybody. You know, there and, and think of it this way, there's that whole phrase of like, when the student is ready, the master will appear. Okay. So some people are not ready, some people are not willing, it's not their time, it's fine. But you don't impose your will or your teaching on it because it won't be received and it won't be valued, which is why like my podcast is a magnet and you know, I would do this podcast if there were only 10 people listening, right? But I'm not like, I don't force this podcast on anybody. I don't say, listen, you need to listen to this. Go put it in your ears. Go, right? I don't shove it down their throats, which is what I was doing with my family. I was like, no, guys, guys, you got to listen to this. Change this. And oh my gosh. And I was trying to fix, 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 fix them. But here's then what I did discover. When I let go of that, when I saw myself first, that was the first thing was awareness. I saw myself trying to fix my dad. And when I realized I was trying to fix him, I was coming from a place of thinking that he was broken, that there was something wrong with him. And when I shifted to the place that there's nothing wrong with him, nothing. And I just focused on me and my world and my happiness and that I don't need my happiness and my level of inner peace, all of that, whatever emotional state you want, has nothing to do with whether or not people get this or not. I got my power back. I had a lot more like responsibility, right? Because right now, part of the story is like, I can't fully do this and this practice and these things that you're talking about if the people in my life don't support it or don't believe it or think what I'm doing is ridiculous. And that's just not true. It's not true. It's not true. But here is the final piece. And if you get this... This is the most life-changing, life-changing thing. We always, always underestimate the impact and effect that we can have on the people around us. And I promise you that if you embodied this way of living 100% fully and saw the people around you as already perfect... You just by that way of being could shift them in an unprecedented way. Unbelievable shifts could occur by you stepping into this fully, living your life this way without any remnants of the, you know, the skepticism or the negativity or the doubt or the fear or the worry and just lived this way 100%. 
It's contagious, like you wouldn't believe. It is so contagious. And it might not be overnight. It might not be today. It might not be tomorrow. It could be. But over time, people are going to be like, wow, Sandy or John or Michelle, what have you been drinking? Give me some of that. I have seen such a shift in you. This is amazing. They're going to want to be around you because it just feels good to be in your presence. So that's all we have control over anyways is our state. But, or period, and when you also look at them with nothing but love and perfection, they have the opportunity to shine as well. It is unbelievable. You try it. Just try it. Look at, this is funny, is I have a, my little sister has a two-year-old. He's my best friend, Ewan. He's my nephew. And he's such a great example in my life. And I should be talking about him more because I talk, I post a bunch of pictures of him on Instagram. But for one reason, like, wow, he and I are just like drawn to each other. Like there's just such a connection there. Like I've never seen with any other family member in my life. And he's a two-year-old because I'm a big kid at heart. Like the more you get to know me, I'm just like a big kid. I just want to play. And like, he wants to play all day. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I have someone who finally wants to play with me all day. And he's probably thinking the same thing. Like we just, we're on the floor, like playing with trucks and toys, like all day. And I talk to my sister a lot about this and, you know, she'll have self-doubt just like everyone does. You know, we doubt ourselves. Like, what if I'm not good at this? Or what if people think this and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, okay, you might think this thought about yourself. Like, I'm not good enough. Okay. These are common things that show up for all of us. I said, do you think your son is not good enough? Oh my gosh. No, he's perfect. And if he told you, mom, I don't think I'm good enough. You know, here's this two-year-old, like innocent beautiful child. And he tells you, mom, I don't think I'm good enough. What would you say? Oh no, that's not true. You're perfect. So here is this young child that is perfect, right? And if you have a young child or you can recall a young child in your life, it's nothing but perfect, right? It's young boy or girl. So what happened? What happened? You have someone now who's an adult. Maybe it's a spouse brother or sister and you're sitting there like oh they just don't get it they're so negative blah 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 well they were once this young perfect child and what if we could look at them that same way what if we could look at them through the eyes of or the perspective of perfection now if you tried this experiment on just someone, someone will do this and they will write in, they will tell me how it, it's shifted everything. If you just started to get really present to someone in your life and as they're talking and as you're hanging out with them and you just looked at them as perfect the way they are and you remember that, you know, they were a young child and maybe they've had things happen in their lives that burden them today, that fill them with some fear or anxiety or resentment or anger but that's because they're human and we all do that it's the human condition but beneath all of that is that seed of perfection you start interacting with other human beings that way and they might just surprise you i hope this helps because you know, for me, 
this was my own story. What Sandy brought up. I'm so glad she wrote in and I'm so glad I got a chance to answer this because for me, I was the skeptic and then I embodied it and embraced all this and the people around me were skeptical and I finally discovered like they're skeptical because I'm still skeptical and I'm not here to fix all these people and tell them how to live their life. And I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. I'm not here to fix anything in you. I am here sharing a message of what's worked for me and you through your perspective and from your vantage point and your unique experiences in life will pick up certain things that will make a difference for you and some things that you may never hear and some things you go, nope, not for me. But it's your conscious choosing of picking that info up and saying, I'm going to do something with this. Like you have to consciously hear it and receive it. No, you, I can't force it down your throat or in your ear. I can't force feed you any of this. So it takes you and the level of awareness and consciousness that you're at based on everything else in your life that led you to this moment for you to receive that. That's you. That's not me. That's you. That's why you can have two people read a book and someone's like, that book changed my life. And someone else is like, I don't get it. (laughs) Or you can reread a book and say, oh my goodness, I just got something totally different because you're at a different point in your life or a different experience or a different level of consciousness. That's always on you. And so that's why when you look at it that way, we can't force feed anybody else in our life to be a certain way. But we do have control over who we can be in moment by moment and how we can affect those around us just by who we are. Try it. Be around someone who's really anxious and stressed and just be at peace. Be super present and watch how just being around you, either you're going to start to get more anxious or they're going to start to get more calm. One of those will happen. At first, you're going to start to go, no, I'm getting more anxious. Okay, great. Because they're they're probably better at it at being anxious than you are being calm and peaceful. Over time, you can be more effective at being at peace. This is how we impact people. By taking full responsibility of who we are being moment by moment. Thank you so much for the question, Sandy. Thank you guys so much for listening. Happy friggin' new year. I'm so excited for 2018. I hope you are too. I'll see you in the next episode. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.